is Hi CD listeners, welcome back to another podcast of Creative Disc. My name is Tunde Yuono and today I would like to introduce you to one of my favorite musicians. Back in 2017, he's the one who featured in Kaigo's track called Stargazing. And from there, he already released a bunch of songs. So, let's get to know a little bit better about Justin Jason. It's nice to meet you, Justin. It's nice to meet you too. How are you doing today? I'm totally great. It's barely in the morning today in in Jakarta, but yeah, I'm I'm hanging there. Nice, nice. So, it is it is 10 o'clock at night here in Florida, which is where I am right. today. Right. So it's a good evening though, right? It's yes, good morning and good evening. Yes. <laughs> so um, I missed the chance to to see you performing in Jakarta back in 2018. You performing yeah. with Igo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's reminiscing back in 2018. How was it? How's the performance? How's Indonesia in your point of view? Oh my God, I had so much fun. Honestly, I can't wait to come back. It's just such an amazing and beautiful country, and the people are so nice and and warm and welcoming. And you know, I just I, I don't remember. I think it might have been one of our first stops on the tour, yeah. and it was just it was just. I mean, honestly, I had the best time, and. Mm. Um, I can't remember exact. I don't remember exactly where I stayed. All I remember was there was this giant buffet at the hotel, and it was like the craziest buffet that I'd ever been to. Um, but I loved it. I, honestly, I can't wait to come back. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so I'm so, I'm just I I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So let's uh, take a little bit back to 2018. I've known you from that song particular. That particular song, Stargazing. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite songs since then till now. And I love that. Oh, thank you. You wrote that song also. Take me back to the first time you've met Kaigo and working on this song. How how was it? So I wrote that song. So I started off as a songwriter. You know, I always was writing songs with the intention of singing them myself and, and being mm-hmm. an artist and singing my own songs. But it was really hard to get taken seriously. So I started. Writing songs for other people in the hopes that I could pull a Bruno Mars or a Julia Michaels or a John Legend or a Megan Trainer and write songs for other people that did well enough that then people would allow me to sing my own songs. And mm. so I that was my dream was was to be an artist. And I started writing songs for others and I would go and play my songs for other people, uh, d- different record labels, and right. they'd say, "Oh my God, this is great! We, you know, we want to sign you." And I'd say, oh my God, that's amazing. And then two weeks later, every time without fail, the record company would call me back and mm-hmm. say, actually, you know, we just want to buy this song off of you and give it to this Instagram oh, kid. And, you know, you just keep writing. So I looked myself in the mirror about, about two months before I wrote Stargazing and said, okay, I hear the universe. I just, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put my artistic dreams aside forever, but I'm just going to put them on hold for a second. And I'm going to focus on writing the best songs I possibly can. And, yeah. you know, my, my career as a songwriter was was doing well. I was, you know, writing songs for Ricky Martin and Maluma and the Backstreet Boys. And that was all, you know, coming together. And yeah. um, so I said, I'm going to be a songwriter. I'm going to dedicate myself to it. Two months later, I was in a room with two friends of mine 
Uh, mm-hmm. And we ended up writing Stargazing. It was on a Monday. And on Tuesday, the stems got sent to Kaido. Uh, okay. On Wednesday, he sent us back a version. And by Friday, it was a confirmed single. And it came out two months later. Um, so so that was the process of how it got from, you know, a, 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 essentially, I started writing it. I, I had these lyrics. Um, it, it was almost like a different chorus. And it was like, I, I don't remember exactly what the, what the, what the words of the original chorus were, but it was something like, you know, when the light is fading and you're stargazing and da 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 And my co-writer, Jamie Hartman, heard the word stargazing and said, well, let's, let's write that song. Let's write a song called Stargazing. So that's essentially how it happened. And then it got sent to Kygo and he sent it back to us. And it was basically done in a week. And then it took two months for it to come out, which is super fast in the music industry. And in yeah. those two months, the label actually did the same thing that they've been doing to me this whole time. They wanted a bigger artist to sing it. So they oh, cut gosh. a bunch of different bigger artists on it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually Kygo, Kira, who stood up to the label and said, no, I want Justin's voice on it. Wow. That's authentic. That's real. He wrote it. He's the person who should sing it. And that's the art I want to make. And cool. that's how Stargazing happened. Cool. I mean, I never imagined uh, that Stargazing is performed by other than you. I mean, like, um, you put like so much hard work in that song. And also the message of the song is so fit in your voice. I don't know how to express this, but that's the way I feel about the song. And the first time I Thank hear you. the song, it's like, whoa, this song is way another level of the song that I go ever release, I, I recall. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Right. After that stargazing, you starting to like, I'm going on tour with Kaigo. And and also like in 2019, I guess, you're releasing your own song for the first time, getting closer. Mm-hmm. And after that, you're releasing more and more song. Like, how's that finally feel, make you feel? I mean, You told me that um, the previous uh, moment in your life you've been like uh, replacing with some other people singing your song and finally you can sing your own song. How, how does that make you feel? Honestly, you know, it's it's amazing. I am so lucky, I am so blessed and so fortunate. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things I kind of have to pinch myself or remind myself every day. You know, I, I haven't achieved the, t- the type of success that I want to achieve as an artist yet, of course. But at the end of the day, it's so hard just to be able to have people listen to your music. And I'm just so grateful that I can now sing my songs and that people want to hear what I have to say from my voice and that they'll, and that they'll listen to my music. So, I mean, it's, it's really... I'm just so grateful that people want to do that. Cool, cool. And and based on research that I did, and by research, I mean I watched your bigger than music video. <laughs> you <laughs> specifically in that video that you want to become a musician and have a massive concert back then when you're still five years old. Why, why, why is being a musician is your main goal in life though? Why is that? I, I don't know. I just, I was the kid who always went for the plastic microphone over the toy football. You know, I just, I've always, I've always loved music. And when I was five years old is when I stepped out onto a stage for the first time. And it was at my grandmother's talent show. And I was five years old and little me gets on the stage. Okay. And I remember um, 
I, the hat that I was wearing was too big for my head. So there's this moment, I don't know if it's in the, the music video, but there's this moment where the hat falls down over my eyes and I struggle to get it up and off. And when I did during the show, the audience like clapped and cheered and, and maybe it was this idea of just that feeling always uh -huh. sat with me. And when I walked off the stage, I turned to my mom at five years old and said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that oh. was it. And ever since then, it was kind of my mission was, was just to find my way back onto a stage. Cool, cool. And you're living the dream now, right? Yeah, I mean, as much as we can be, you know, <laughs> in, in coronavirus times. Um, right. You know, right? It's, it's, it's a hard time for, for all of I mean, like, um, the musicians uh, themselves can cannot, like, approach to their fans like uh, in a big concert or whatsoever and and also the fans cannot uh, approach to their idols the same way uh, after mm -hmm. this like coronavirus thing right yeah yeah and you know i mean i don't know if you've been following the news cycle in america right um, uh, how's the condition out there i mean like i'm a little bit concerned whenever i i came to like instagram and twitter and whatsoever it started to became a riot uh, down there. What is it like to uh, in? You're in Chicago right now, right? Uh, I'm in Florida right now. So oh, I'm, right. I'm at my parents' house in in West Palm Beach, right, right. In, uh, in Jupiter, Jupiter, Florida, which is even further kind of out. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, here we don't. We're not in the middle of of, of any of that because we're in a very suburban place. Okay. Um, you know, but but all of my friends uh, are are back in Los Angeles and in Chicago and and uh, in New York and you know I mean it is the climate right now is so politically charged and you know the last couple of days everything you know has kind of for me just stopped as I try to figure out how I can best be an ally and how I can best support the Black Lives Matter movement and you know best get justice for George Floyd and and you know best kind of use my time to figure out how do we as a country, how do I listen to voices of, of the unheard? How do I listen to voices that I need to hear in order to educate myself better on what's going on? And then how do I take action to make sure that, that there's meaningful change in this country and stop systemic racism from permeating our society? Because, you know, I stand for equality. I stand for Black Lives Matter. I, you know, and I'm white, you know? Yep. I I wanna I wanna be an ally and I and I wanna I wanna do the right thing as right. best I can from from my position and um, you know so that's from a social media perspective yeah I'm sorry I know that you you uh, posted about this interview and 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 I didn't because I feel like at this time it's so hard for, for any sort of self promotion it needs to be completely focused on promoting yeah. the voices of these people who. You know, need to be heard right now. Agree. I totally agree, and I, I I'm very cool with that because like um, so many people show their like um, what is it like small what is it like small changes they make to their social media platform and they uh, speak um, what is it like their opinion about the blacklist and I believe that small changes will affecting the big changes around them, right? Hopefully, yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully where we're heading is in a direction of major change and equality. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm pushing for in any way that I can. And, and you know, trying to, to be there and, and stand up for what's right and, and try to do the right thing for, for 
my friends that are out there on the front lines and my my black friends and my minority friends that have to deal with this then you know i'm just trying to do the right thing yeah i totally agree with you so um justin um let's go back to the, the songwriters I, uh you are one of the songwriters who i believe there were so many of them that put a deep message in most of your songs i mean like the lyrics from stargazing bigger than let it be me until you literally release if you're meant to come back like they got like so deeper meaning than just an, a song right i mean you put so thank you much deep meaning into that how how the process will be like i mean finding the theme that you like to talk about in this particular song how did you find that well you know for for a song like bigger than um that started with the first line which is i don't want to end up line, in a hospital i really love the first line though like it hits me Thank so you. hard and i was like oh, no, i don't want to be like that either right I, you know so i don't know I, for some reason that was the thought i had that day walking into the session was i don't want to end up in a hospital room alone you know holding nobody's hand and right. then from there i just kind of wrote the rest of it and with that song funnily enough what i didn't realize until the very end there, there we changed the end of the chorus lyric about eight months later after it was first written it used to be i want a life that's bigger than bigger than i think i can and instead of bigger than the fears i have and it and it just didn't sit right with me and with my co-writer fernando so what what ended up happening is we kept trying to figure out what was wrong and eventually we dissected the song and realized that it was really about overcoming your fears and that's when we figured that out it was like oh my god there's the light bulb bigger than the fears i have you know and that was the punchline um for if you're meant to come back um so that song I wrote it from the perspective of my ex-girlfriend. Um but where the inspiration came from is was I was my co-working What? Is it is it the same is it the same ex-girlfriend as the stargazing? No. I learned that the stargazing no. came from the uh, your experience with some exes, right? Yeah, stargazing was the first ex if you're meant to come back was the second. But The original inspiration for that song is because I walked into a room with a buddy of mine. I wrote it with uh, um Mac Phil and Pleston, three guys. Mm-hmm. And I walked into the room and my buddy Phil turned to me and he said, "I just got back together with my ex-girlfriend." I said, oh, "That's great." He goes, "Yeah, I I sat her down for lunch and I basically okay. said to her, I gave her this little speech and I said, "No one knows where we're going to be in the future, but I know that I'll be waiting for you. So, I'll let you go and fill whatever hole you're trying to fill. And if you're meant to come back, then you will." And I looked at him and I was like, "Dude, that's a song." He's like, "Have you ever tried to write that?" And he's like, "Oh, no, I never thought about it like that." So, we ended up writing the song from for me it was from my perspective of my ex who I just parted ways with. And for him, it was about his ex that he just got back together with. And so, hmm. Um so we we wrote the song and at the end of it you know he kept saying oh my my girlfriend Emily this my girlfriend Emily that at the end of it I was like okay well you know tell me more about your girlfriend like her, her name is Emily Emily what and he goes oh my girlfriend her name is Emily Warren and I go wait Emily Warren the songwriter Emily Warren like the one that wrote new rules for Dua Lipa he's like yeah like what I went to college with her so oh. it turns out we were writing writing I was writing a song 
for him, from his perspective, about his girlfriend who was who yep. I knew, but I had no idea I was writing the song about about Emily. Okay, wow, what a coincidence, right? I mean, the circle of your friends get the circle of another friend. I know, ridiculous, but yeah, but so that's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. I just love that song. There's something about it that's just so heartfelt, and you know, even even now. It's funny because the reason I wanted to release it during coronavirus times is because I feel like it has an even deeper meaning. You know, it's it's not just about, you know, my ex-girlfriend coming back to me or his girlfriend coming back to him. It's mm-hmm. it's bigger than that. It's it's kind of like a the song's kind of like an emotional storm. You know, yeah. you feel this heaviness and you feel this weight and you feel these emotions, but at the end of the song, you have hope because whether it's that ex that's supposed to come back to you or that friend that you haven't seen that's supposed to come back to you in this time or even that love that you've lost the actual love itself that you deserve is meant to yep. come back to you then yep. it will and for right. me in this time of coronavirus my thought is well we're all meant to come back together you know all of those things that we're deprived of at this point they're meant to come back to us and they will and i wanted that message to be out and give people hope totally agree i mean like it's it's beginning to have some wider message than it uh, supposed to be right yeah 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 here's, here's the thing that i learned <laughs> about your song i mean like um when you put some acoustic version of your song it it gets deeper than yeah. the original one like um i mean that's that's confusing for me uh, to describe the Justin Jesus type of music. How, how do you describe your music though, Justin? Emotional. I mean, I would describe my my, my music at this point as like emotional bangers. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but but for me, it's, you know, I'm, I'm a really big fan of of words. And, mm. and, and, and the reason that I, that I write music is because I want to emotionally affect my audience, the people who listen to the songs and, you know, whether that's helping them get through something or yeah. you know just making them get up and dance or have a good time i want to i want to affect you emotion and so that's what i try to do with my songs whether that's in the lyric or in the way that the song is presented what i want to do is emotionally affect you um you know so so that's how i would describe my songs as, as hopefully they're emotionally affected well uh i can Uh, confirm that I emotionally uh, affected by all of your songs, especially the bigger yes. than if if you're meant to come back. I mean, I've never been in a relationship before, but um, the way you speak, if you if you ever came back to me, like, yep, that's my experience too. But I never have the experience. I mean, like, it's it's a weird that I can relate to that song, even though I have ne- I never been into one. Well, I am sure that someone out there is going to be very lucky one day to be in a relationship with you. <laughs> right. I, I, I can wait to have <laughs> So, Justin, I've, I've talked to your favorite playlist on Spotify. Like, you've put tons of names in there from Bill Withers, Arvin Fire, Stevie Wonder, yeah. Alicia Keys, Maroon 5. And you work with so many big names like you mentioned before Maluma, Ricky Martin, Armin van Buren, Seep and even Kago. Is there like any goal still though? Is there any more artists you would love to work with? Yeah, I mean I, there's so many artists I'd love to work with. You know, Bruno Mars is one of my favorites. Right. Um, I've talked 
I've talked to Miguel a couple of times about working with him. We'll we'll do that at some point, but he's one of my idols. I'd love to work with John Legend. I'd love to work with Dua Lipa. I'd love to work with Ariana Grande. I'd love to work with Lizzo. Wow. Um, you know, who else? Um, anybody who wants to work with me, really. <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm very open. Right. So, despite this pandemic situation and uh, what happens in the United States, right, um, uh, that we, we never know until when it's still going on. What's the next step, though, for Justin Jaso? Well, I mean, from a travel perspective, I just don't know. Um, you know, I, I have a uh, some dates for a tour uh, that may or may not happen at the end of this year in Europe. Right. Um, I'd love, I'd love to come visit you. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to come back to Asia and do a tour, and, and you know, that's probably. I mean, at this point, I would think that the likelihood that that happens is is probably 2020, late 2021. Given right. where we are in the world, right. if not 2022, unfortunately, which seems so far away, yeah, but that's kind of where where it would happen at this point. Um, but I, so I'm just writing music and releasing music. So you know, hopefully there's uh, hopefully there's a new song on the horizon very soon. Um, but at the moment, cool. you know, we're also experiencing you know pretty good pickup with if you're meant to come back, and 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 I want to give. Um, that song enough time for people to really let it sink in. Um, mm -hmm. So you know we're gonna wait a little bit and let that song do its thing. It, you know it just started climbing the radio charts in Germany and yep. you know um, and is 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 gonna pick up steam hopefully in in the coming weeks and then and then we'll see. Um, but you know I'm I'm really excited about the music that I'm writing right now and mm -hmm. I'm really excited to share it. Hopefully it'll come out. Maybe an EP form, maybe around the end of the year. We'll see. Ooh, um, yeah, I can't wait to go, to hear your new EP because the last EP to release back in 2019, getting closer, right? 2019. Yeah, yeah. Or 2018. It might have even been 2018. 2018. Yeah. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Right. So speaking about there's if, been a couple of singles. Yeah. Speaking of um, if you're meant to come back, I, I I'm a bit curious. Um, how What is it like? Um, how the reception? I mean, like you, you uh, before you release, I believe that you, it's to your friends to listen to and uh, get the, their feedback. How 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 the reception? Yeah. Before you release from your um, what is it like uh, your circle? Um, well, the funny part was the day I released it, I had a friend call me in tears because Whoa. I'd sent okay. it to him. Yeah, my my buddy, who's like this, like you know, like strong buff guy just called me crying um because you know he had listened to the song a couple of months back and it reminded him a lot of his ex-girlfriend and oh. they had a nine-year relationship and it ended and it was really tumultuous and, and really hard for him and so mm -hmm. the day it came out he he hadn't listened to it in a couple of months and it came out and he listened to it and it just brought back everything that he had gone through and oh, he called God. me in tears and it was just like i just want you to know that like this song is doing this to me and i'm like i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, but he's like no 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 it's good i'm just i'm just letting you know like this is the power of your song to me. so um the i mean the reaction before i released it was great the reaction now has been great too i think it's 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 been a bit of a slow burn because it's a ballad so it yeah. takes a while for you know, people to kind of gravitate towards it. And I think it's one of those that you save and you listen to over and over again, but it takes you time. Mm -hmm. um, 
because it's not an you know it's not an easy song to listen to you know okay. it's not it's not it's not a it's not a light-hearted fun little bop it's like an emotional you have to be in an emotional place to listen to it yep yep um, you need to like you know, really, really sink into the song then you will like really feel that yeah right? yeah and that's what it was built for it was built for people to really feel um you know so hopefully people take the time to do that cool so um here's my last question for you like um is there any message to your like indonesian fans or probably listeners who happen to listen to this interview yeah uh do i have a message for those people listening right listening or you're probably indonesian fans like like myself <laughs> thank you um i mean my message at this point is just i'm just so grateful that you are listening and i'm just so happy that i get the opportunity to, to share my music and my thoughts with you and you know right now is a really really difficult stressful time in the world and you know i'm certainly struggling with it there are definitely people who are struggling with it a lot more and who have it a lot worse than i do and mm. i just want to kind of say to everybody that it's going to be okay and there's going to be massive change and we're going to get through whatever it is that you're going through at the end yeah. of the day it's going to it's going to get better it's going to be okay and all of those things that you love that are not there and all those things that you should have that are not there if they're meant to come back to you then they will and they are meant to come back to you and that happiness and that love and that joy and all that goodness that may be absent from your life in this moment it will come back to you and um hang in there Yes, that's it CD listeners. Thank you so much untuk kamu yang sudah ikutan dengerin dari awal sampai akhir and also thank you so much for Sony Music Germany to make this thing even possible. Thank you so much also for Justin Jesso himself. Finally, my name is Dunde Yuwono. See you on another Creative Days podcast. Hey guys, this is Justin Jesso and you can check out my interview at creativedisc.com, Indonesia's number one music website. Check it out. This is Creative Disc Podcast.